everyone, and welcome back to She's All That Minute. The podcast where we analyze the 1999 examination of beauty in high school one minute at a time. I'm your co-host, Aaron. I'm your co-host, James. And it's minute three, which begins with a bus driving past the school with Rachel Lee Cook's name on the screen, and I have it going through Connie turning to her friend, excited that Zach spoke to her. Um, this is the, this minute ends on the setup of my favorite joke that we've seen so far Mm -hmm. in this movie. Um, and I am not familiar enough with this movie to have remembered it. Same. And I was delighted. Mm -hmm. Absolutely delighted. Yes. Um, so the first thing we see is that Lainey's dad is dropping her off at school in his work car. And he's a plumber. Uh huh. And his business is called Doctor Pooh. Well, no, he's a pool repair guy, and his business is called Doctor Pool, but the L has fallen off of the truck. And I gotta say, I'm happy that I made that mistake, and that it was a mistake. Yes, Doctor Pooh things would I'm... be a bad name for a business. Because I was like, is that a Doctor Who reference? I can see that. It's a horrifying name to have your dad's business be seriously called, Mm -hmm. but it's a better name to have your dad's business not be called that, but the L has fallen off. I like that a lot better story. Yeah. If you go back and and look at it again, you can see the outline of the L where it has Mm. like faded out or fallen off or something. Gotcha. But but, like if you're not looking for it, because I I, I was, because I was like, does that say Dr. Pooh? And then I I noticed the L and I was like, oh, right. He's the pool guy. Because I think that comes up at some point later on. That makes way more sense. Yeah. So he's not a plumber. He is a pool guy. Yes. And he is Kevin Pollack. Okay. Um, He was in The Usual Suspects as Hockney. Okay. He was in the Arnold Schwarzenegger Armageddon action movie, uh, End of Days, as a, a character named Chicago. Or maybe he was the entire city of Chicago. I never saw the film. I, I mean, That's I don't fair. know. Maybe it was about anthropomorphic cities. Um, go Chicago. Go Chicago. And uh, he was Lieutenant Sam Weinberg in A Few Good Men. Okay. Uh, which I have also not seen. Um, but which I get the feeling I would enjoy more than pop culture has me remembering that I would. Because it's Tom Cruise and Jack Nicholson and Demi Moore, I think, are like the main people. But it's about like a murder. Demi it's like Moore's a murder in it? Trap. I thought that... Isn't she? I don't know. I mean, the oh. so the the stage play is... Yeah. A few... Demi Moore. No, you know what? I'm thinking of 12 Angry Men. Yeah. And the stage yeah, yeah. version can be changed to 12 Angry Jurors. Right. Hey, that's good. That's a good call. Um, so that it doesn't have to be all men. So I don't think I know what a, f- a few good men is about. So a few good men was written by Aaron Sorkin. It turns out. Oh, okay. Um, and uh, it is about I think having not seen it, there's a murder and someone I think Jack Nicholson goes on trial, but it's a like a court martial because they're all in the military. Okay. I think it may be like Jag. Okay. Which I think is the. Jurist army general, jurist attorney general, or something. It's the military courts. Yeah. Um, Jack is such a cooler name. Mm -hmm. And um, then he's on trial for like murder. And I think Tom Cruise is his lawyer. Okay. I think. 
And then Demi Moore is also in it. Okay. In some regard. But it has, you know, you want the truth, you can't handle the truth, which is the... That's right. Uh, the main thing. Yeah. Um, but I think that I might enjoy it, especially knowing that it's an Aaron Sorkin thing. Same. Wait. Aaron Sorkin did The West Wing, right? Yeah. Yeah. And Aaron Spelling created 90210. Got it. Yes. Okay. Um, quite different Aaron's. Right. Quite different Aaron S's. Mm-hmm. Um, Aaron K. And mm-hmm. so, yeah. Uh, then also, he was in, uh, he's uh, uh, Mrs. Maisel's dad in The um, Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Okay. Um, and he's very good in that. Nope, he's not. He's the, he's her her ex husband's dad. Okay, he's the he's the father in law. Uh, he was um, in that thing you do as uh, Vic, the mattress king. Yeah, um, give me the rub. Give me the rub. Um, hello Pittsburgh, that guy. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was in Santa Claus's two and three as Cupid. Okay. He was in Doctor Doolittle two, Wayne's World two, and Willow. Okay. Uh, his first appearance was in five episodes of a TV show called Hot Flashes, which is a TV show about a TV show from 1984. All right. So He's, Hot Flashes. This guy is one of those faces that, like, you see him and you're like, oh yeah, that guy, but then you can't figure out yeah. which guy. Yeah. Like, in my yeah. head when I picture him, I picture either the dad from 10 Things I Hate About You. Correct, yeah. Or the dad from Veronica Mars. Right. Like, to me, all three of those people look enough alike that mm. I kind of think of them as being all the same person, even though I know that they are three separate individuals. What's funny is I think that they have the same emotional look. Yeah. It's the It's the, listen, I'm your dad technically, but... We're kind of raising each other. Dan Hedaya kind of has that same thing in Clueless, where it's like, yeah. look. I mean, he has a little bit more of an authoritarian thing, but uh, um, I think it's John Hurt, the guy in Pretty in Pink. The dad in Pretty in Pink is mm-hmm. is also that, like, I'm a man being raised by my daughter. Yes. <laughs> yes. Although he, like physically looks so different from these other guys right. that sure. it's yeah, it's the same exactly. yeah it's the same thing but I don't lump yeah. him in with Veronica Mars's dad right Enrico Colantino mm-hmm. an, a, an actor with a name surprisingly uh different than you might think yeah. from Keith Mars yeah he looks um, he looks like a Keith Mars he doesn't yeah. look like an Enrico he looks like a Keith he was in uh Travelers uh, which is a time travel show from Canada that was on Netflix mm-hmm. as like the bad guy. And he was really good. Oh, I believe that. Yeah. Um, and also Eric uh, McCormick from Will and Grace was the, was the lead in that. Oh. And he was very good also. All right. Is it still on Netflix? Yeah, I believe it is. Okay. I think it might be a Netflix original. Oh. Yeah. It's very good. Okay. Uh, I would, I would recommend it a lot. I'm going to make a note. Uh, so then a uh, yellow Hummer pulls up. Yep. It sure does. I didn't do any research on the Hummer. Why not, James? Uh, because I hate them. Oh, I thought it was because you were afraid of what you might find if you tried to Google mm. Hummer. Well, I didn't think about that at all. <laughs> uh, there is a Smashing Pumpkins song called Hummer that for a long time I thought was about the vehicle, but it's actually about someone who doesn't know the words to a song, and so they just hum. Oh. Yeah. And... uh I really don't like Hummers, but I did see a hilarious commercial where 
a Hummer is falling from the sky. It may have driven out of a plane or driven off of a building or something. And as it falls fierily to the ground, it says, fictionalization, do not attempt. And that really cracked me up. (laughs) Well, there go my weekend plans. (laughs) Yeah, dang it. Aaron crosses one line off of her to-do list. Mm -hmm. Hey, you know what? Anything I can cross off my to-do list at this point. You could take the horse and and reenact uh, Wild Hearts Can't Be Broken. I could. That worked out fine for everyone in that, right? There's a pool at the barn. I can't see how that could go wrong. Oh, James. That was a mean Wild Hearts Can't Be Broken joke. That was... Yeah. I can't... But for a second, you can cut this if you want. Can you imagine getting on a horse blind up high in the air and jumping off it with the horse in the thing? Well, so here's the upside to that. You're blind, so you don't realize how high you are. I think you do. I think you do. Especially because she energy had, alone. Especially because she had done it Whoa. not blind. The other day at my riding lesson, we were going over jumps and... My trainer was like, don't anticipate the jump. Close your eyes if you have to so that you let the horse come up to you instead of you. Because I have a tendency to sure, that like lean forward and that confuses the horse and throws her right, off balance. It's trying to go up. Right. Yeah. So I'm supposed to basically just sit until the horse takes off and that's when I fold. But right. she was like, just do it with your eyes closed. And I was like, I am not going to do that. <laughs> Take a phone call right before the horse jumps. That, yeah. Like, be distracted. Yeah, that's that's great. Yeah, <laughs> totally, totally fine. I mean, like, I, I took a shower, and I closed my eyes and lifted one leg, one foot slightly off the ground, and I felt like I was going to fall over and the world was tilting. Mm-hmm. So, like, equilibrium is a wild, wild thing. Yeah. Yeah. Wild equilibriums can't be understood. Mm-hmm. So, anyways... Uh, it has the Hummer has a license plate uh, that's Mr. Prez, Ugh. so you know whoever's going to get out of this car is going to be insufferable. And guess what, reader? Correct. Yeah. Good assumption. Yeah. <laughs> you can't judge a book by its cover, but you can judge a character by their vanity plate. Yes. Oh God! Like it's just so. My my note on that is Mr. Prez. Ugh. Yeah. You're like, oh, please don't be the main lead. Oh, right. Geez. But then my follow up, my next note is it's also like, like, ugh, Mr. Prez, but it is also kind of nice that he's not just the captain of the football team like every other teen movie seems to have. Right. The, exactly. Exactly. Like, that's true. You know, student body president at least shows a different kind of range. Now, he right. is the captain of the European football team. He does play soccer. Right. I don't think we know that yet. Right. Um, right. But yeah. Um, so the Usher, while all this is happening, Usher has put on a song. Yes, tell me about the song. Um, I'd like to shout out TuneFind.com, which I have become increasingly reliant on, which is like, this is the song that's playing as he pulls up in the car. And I'm like, thank it's It's like, this is the song. This is what's going on in the movie. Oh, I love it so that's much. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it is a song called Baby Got Going by Liz Fair. Okay. Uh, it's the seventh track on her album, White Chocolate Space Egg, all one word. Um, if you want to do it like the cover art, uh, it's all lowercase as well. This is her third studio album, and it peaked number 35 in 1998 on the Billboard 200. As of t- July 2010, it had sold 293,000 copies. It's an interesting album. I don't, I haven't listened to it, but I do know it by reputation because it is basically... Uh, 
I think regarded by a bunch of people as the album she sort of sold out on. Okay. Um, I think what happened more generously is that she had a baby and sort of wrote songs about motherhood and stuff instead of like, ugh, men. Okay. Um, but she was sort of a, I think kind of a feminist rocker sort of person on her first two albums. Okay. Um, which is why it's, I mean, like good for, we're going to call like quote unquote Usher for playing this. Right. Like it's wild that in 1999 it was like, and now here's some Liz Fair. And I understand that like the record label was like, Hey, put Liz Fair on this soundtrack. (laughs) Right. And they're like, okay, I guess this is a song that Usher is going to play. But here's your welcome um, back to school music. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, but yeah, I think it's it's it's, it's interesting uh, that it's on there. But my, my my eyes did sort of widen when I was like, huh, Liz Fair. OK, weird. OK. And so and in a way, like I said last episode, I can't really describe why, but there's a connotation to Liz Fair for me that makes it. I guess that anyone who had access to a school radio PA system... Also, we haven't discussed this yet, but what is going on with that? They have a radio station? Apparently. (laughs) There Um, are a lot of things about this school that as the movie goes on, we will be like, what is this? Yeah. I think it's a... Is it a rich kid thing? It must be. Is this Neptune? It must be. Yeah. I mean, Veronica Mars' dad is Lainey's dad, so... I think it's. I mean, wait a minute. (laughs) She's all that. Parentheses. By all that, we mean a private investigator. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) She's searching for all that clues about her. Simon is her backup. Aw. (laughs) Yeah. I think Karen Culkin would be all right with that. (laughs) (laughs) So this guy, Zach, President Zach, Mm -hmm. Mr. Prez. Mr. Prez. uh, Mr. Prez uh, is Mr. Prince. <laughs> uh, Freddie Prince Jr. Yes. Um, his top three. Uh, he was Fred in Scooby Doo. Oh, this is his number. Is his number one. Then he was Fred in Scooby Doo, and then he was Ray Bronson in I Know What You Did Last Summer. Mm-hmm. We've run once again reached the uh, that fun place in in these minute movies where we play. Gun to your head, would you have been able to name the Freddie Prince Jr. character's name in I Know What You Did Last Summer as being Ray Bronson? No. Yeah. Me neither. <laughs> it, it's why. Like, I think we had this with Jennifer Love Hewitt also for I Know What You Did Last yeah, Summer. Yeah. I don't remember what her character's name was. Yeah. Jennifer Love Hewitt is what I assume. Right. But it was probably something like Bethany. Right. Or like Amanda. Well, no, that was Wait. a different movie. Amanda Beckett. I know you did last summer. Went to a house party. <laughs> Went to a house party. Broke up with Mike Dexter. Uh-huh. <laughs> I know what you did last summer. Official also Can't Hardly Wait spinoff. Mm-hmm. Everything's a Can't Hardly Wait spinoff. Yep. Um, he was uh, also on in the day eight season of 24, apparently. Oh. And, Aaron, I'm wondering if you know this. You are into a show that you don't think anyone has watched that Freddie Prince Jr. was on. Do you know what that show is? He played, I assume, a character's son based on his name. I'm trying to think what TV shows I'm into that I assume... You brought it up when you were doing a William Shatner impression on the, on the, on the stream the other day. 
He was on Boston Legal as Donnie yeah, Crane. Yeah, he was. Thank you for reminding <laughs> me of that because I was like, I was confused because I'm like, I did that on The Last of Us, not on this show. Right. You were there for right. that. Yeah. But, yeah. Now, frankly, any show where you and I are in the same place becomes this show, yeah. but... As we learned on the Last of Us stream. <laughs> <laughs> right. First Colin, I have to imagine. Maybe I'm No, not, maybe no, that was but... the first Colin <laughs> to right, cool, our cool. to our stream. <laughs> um, and his first appearance was Tough Guy on Family Matters. Okay. And I'm going to send you a picture in the chat. So the episode that he was on was called The Gun. Okay. Um and this was an episode where uh, Laura contemplates buying a gun. Oh. Oh, wow. So, fun fact, by the time you said this was an episode where Laura contemplates buying a gun, I forgot what show we were talking about. So I was like, right. I don't know who Laura is. <laughs> yeah. So on Family Matters, uh, Laura gets attacked by uh, three bullies and contemplates buying a gun from a guy selling guns out of his trunk. And Steve Urkel is also there being silly during this buying a gun thing. Um, so anyway, she doesn't buy a gun or she does. Anyways, her friend gets shot but not killed. And uh, I think her friend buys a gun and then gets shot. They keep cutting to these like really dramatic, like handy handheld cam, like zoom ins, like you would do on a, like a, like in a comedy where you're doing like an overdramatic reenactment, uh, only it was for serious. And then they uh, decide to resolve it by having a gun exchange, like a gun turn-in program uh, where you don't get anything other than your life, as they say, um, but also no questions asked. And uh, Freddie Prince Jr. comes up and says, uh, so what do I get? You know, other places give you like, money or food or concert tickets or whatever and there's like you get your life yeah. and he and he decides not to give his gun so that's cool okay well and he walks off but then at the end of the episode there's a psa with the cast of family matters where jaleel white is talking in normal jaleel white voice mm -hmm. but in steve urkel costume which is wild oh that's i hate that <laughs> <laughs> I hate that a lot. No glasses, though. No glasses. I, I, I almost hate yeah. that more. Yeah. Um. And Freddie Prince Jr. is framed by the tops of Jaleel White, and I'm so sorry, the actress who plays Laura's heads, and he is just there while they talk about gun violence and stuff. Just sort of there. Wow. And it's wild. So, uh, yeah, but he looks very young. He does. Like Also exactly kind of the same, too. Yeah, but like, I mean, you can see, and I, I've saved this picture, so I will be, um, I will put it up on the Twitter. But yeah, like, you can still see, like, he still has, like, a little bit of, like, the baby fat. Mm -hmm. I mean, like, it's he's a teenager, so, but, like, you can see, like, the little kid that he was in this right. picture. Yeah. Absolutely. Weird. I just I didn't write it in my notes, but his dad was famous too, Freddie Prince. Mm -hmm. Um he was on Chico and the Man. But yeah, his the reason why it's Freddie Prince Jr. not just dropping the junior, like it's because his dad is was because known. Freddie Prince is also established. Yeah. yeah, exactly. He was a real cutie in this. Like yeah. I had kind of I, I haven't really thought about Freddie Prince Jr. a whole lot. 
um, recently. He's and he's still married to Sarah Michelle. I know, Gellar. and I love that. Me too. It's one of those things where it's like, oh yeah, nice. Because I'm like, didn't they broke up, right? Nope. nope. They're they one are, of the ones who didn't. They are still together. Yeah. Exactly. And they they did, I think they've done, they did stuff for the pandemic and they've done like commercials together where they're being all cute and Aww. stuff. They're no Dax and Kristen, but they're still pretty cute. No one is Dax and Kristen. True. True story. Um, Trivia about him. As of 2004, he has worked slash co-starred with Matthew Lillard five times. That's so many times. Wing Commander, Summer Catch, She's All That, Scooby-Doo and Scooby-Doo 2, Monsters Unleashed. He worked for the World Wrestling Entertainment Company as a member of the creative team from July 28th, 2008 to February 2009. He took a break from acting to write wrestling. Well, you know, <laughs> I, mean, I mean, we all need our... It's great when we can turn our hobbies into careers. Right? Uh, he, but now also, he was the Junior Golden Gloves winner as a teenager... And he holds black belts in American Kenpo Karate and American Tang Soo Do Karate. And he has a blue belt in Gracie Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. Okay. So. I feel like I knew that he did martial arts. As like a like he a like, random trivia fact that I learned back in high school or whatever. Yeah. And if, you're, and if you didn't know that, listener, you just learned that random trivia fact here on She's All That Minute. Looks at camera, winks. <laughs> uh-huh. Then he stops at a picture of himself as girls admire him, and he admires himself. And we're seeing, we're only seeing him from like the back at this point, right? Right, exactly. Um, exactly, exactly. I'm sorry, my brain's broken. His name's Zach. Uh-huh. Um, so there's a scene in Not Another Teen Movie which I thought was a parody, but which is this exact scene. Oh, where he is looking, he looks at a picture of himself. And then he turns around and he's, he's in the exact same clothing and making the exact same face. Mm-hmm. Freddie Prince Jr. I don't think is in the exact same clothing, but it's the same thing. I think he might be, though. I think it might be his letter jacket in yeah. the picture. And it's definitely what yeah. he's wearing. I hope that they... I think that they're going to absolutely run him uh, over the coals with his this whole thing. Uh, and if they are, then this is a very funny scene. If they are not, then this scene makes me mad. <laughs> what do you mean but run I think, him over the like if they're gonna like be like it's ridiculous that he's this popular but this clueless but it's not in the movie clueless like if these are if these are jokes it's one thing if it's like he's that handsome which I don't think it is I'm just saying you could play this in a different way where you're supposed to be like wow I wish I was Zach right instead of what an idiot okay um, now I feel like for the target audience of this movie Mm. i.e. teenagers in 1999, it is supposed Fair. to be, wow, I wish I was slash was dating Zach. Fair. I never wanted to be Freddie Prince Jr. Me either. <laughs> okay. <laughs> now, check. Got that, that, that talking point off the list. So then uh, he's walking down and all these girls are sort of swooning and doing some like real Beatles, Listomania sort of stuff. And the, he says, Connie, and waves to a girl. And she says, hi, Zach. And then turns to her friend, he spoke to me. Yeah. Um, and then the minute ends, but let's meet Connie for yeah, a Yeah, because, I mean, she um, had a line. Yeah. And her name is Ashley Levitch. Okay. Ashley with two E's. Okay. Um, her top three, this, you'll be surprised to know. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, she was in, and then she was in all 38 episodes of I'll Fly Away as Francie Bedford. 
and I wrote down the synopsis of it because it fascinated me. Forrest Bedford is a southern lawyer in the late 50s, generally content with his privileged life, but the winds of change are blowing and he becomes increasingly involved with civil rights cases. Meanwhile, Lily Harper, who cares for his children, is on her own journey of political and personal awareness. So that seems like a serious show that's kind of To Kill a Mockingbird a little bit. Yeah. It sounds... <laughs> and she plays Scout, basically, yeah. in this television show. It sounds not fun, frankly. You'd have to have some really charismatic people. Yeah. Memorable. To make an and entire... Ashley Levitch, you seem great. Yeah. But... To make an entire, you said, 38 episodes? Yeah. Of To Kill a Mockingbird? <laughs> to Kill a Mockingbird, the mm-hmm. show? Yeah, you'd have to have some very charismatic uh, actors. Wait a minute. They know that it's a To Kill a Mockingbird thing. I'll fly away, which is not only a like a like a, a, a gospel song, but also is a bird thing. So I'm sure that they were aware of the uh, connection there. Hold Probably. on one sec. I think that Forrest... Oh, yeah. Uh, Sam Waterston was the was Forrest Bedford. Why do I know that name? He was in... Uh, think of Old Law and Order. Okay. Uh, the lawyer is Sam Sam Waterston. Okay. He's the he's the kind of serious. I'm not bringing a face um, to mind, but I know that I know who you're talking about. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It looks like it was definitely something where uh there wasn't a lot of options on TV, so you watched this. Got it. Yeah. So um. Then I think let's see. She was also in one episode of Murder One, which I don't know what it is. Um, but she also did ADR for Hocus Pocus. Oh. So she, you might hear her voice on Hocus Pocus, even though she's not actually in Hocus Pocus as an actress. Interesting. And I'll Fly Away, uh, was her first appearance. Okay. And I think she didn't have any trivia at all. So. Well, that's, I I feel like, I feel like the Hocus Pocus thing is maybe. (laughs) Oh no, I like your thing better. (laughs) She is a, uh. A skilled macaroni and cheese, specifically chef. Like she only can do the one thing, but like, I feel like I'm doing complies and concrete mm-hmm. for random actress, yep. not random actress, specific actress Ashley Levitch. Great macaroni and cheese chef. She also holds her uh, hometown's record for largest bubble gum bubble blown. Oh, what a good yeah. day! What a great day that yep. was. That's what got her cast on All Fly Away. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Little, not a lot of people know that. That's why it's trivia. Yep. But uh, that's that's now the, the the bubble did pop and get in her hair, right. but that was like a key plot point in episode six of I'll Fly mm-hmm. Away, and so like I mean it worked right. out really well for her. Um, that's it. So yeah. Connie is is gushing to her friend about Zach saying hi to her. Yep. But what her friend has to say, we'll have to wait until tomorrow to see. Mm-hmm. So let's do social media. Yeah. So we as a podcast are on Twitter at JE underscore Minute Movies. But individually, I can be found at Unabashedly Aaron. And I can be found at Unabashed James. We are proud members of the Scavengers Network on Twitter at ScavengersNet and on Twitch at twitch.tv slash the Scavengers Network, where most nights during the week, somebody is streaming something. Yeah. So go, go watch some people on Twitch. Yeah. See our faces. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, not always. Right, right. Like date night, you don't no. see our faces. Right, because it's the game. Yeah. Look at the game. Well, it's the game for Last of Us also. 
but Kyle superimposes Pay no attention to the faces behind the game. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's going to do it for us for minute three. We will be back Mm -hmm. tomorrow with minute four and the payoff of the joke that minute three set up. Mm -hmm. But until then, don't forget your paint stained overalls. The Scavengers Network. Creator-driven. Community-focused. Treasured content.